0: After hearing more positive reports out of fall camp, I think it's safe to say all aboard the Connor Wigman hype train. You are locked on Aggies. Your daily podcast on the Texas A&M Aggies. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Welcome on into Locked on Aggies. I'm your host, Andrew Stefaniak. Thanks for making Locked on Aggies your first listen every single day. It is time to hop on the Connor Wigman hype train. We heard that at the scrimmage on Saturday, he threw for a ton of touchdowns, had more touchdowns than incompletions, and just looked all around ready to rock and roll for the start of the 2023 football season. Now, was I there to see that? Of course not. This is just reports. You know, this is this is the eye test. This is you know, I'm I'm not able to give it the eye test. I wasn't there. Uh, media wasn't allowed in this. This is just what was being we're hearing out of this scrimmage was that Connor Wigman stole the show and looked dominant. It's ready. It's time. I am ready to go. Get people sign up. We need to start a fan club, Connor Wigman hype train. It's time. I uh, what what made me want to talk about Connor Wigman and the offense as a whole a little bit today was I saw a list from 24/7 Sports that ranked the top seven offenses in the SEC, and Texas A&M was not listed. Now, I get it. You know, some some journalists, I I guess you know, like to be safe. They don't like to be bold. They you know, I it, it, you take the safe route. Looking at this top seven list, let's run through it: Georgia, Tennessee, Bama. LSU, Ole Miss, Arkansas, South Carolina. I feel very confident, very confident saying that this Texas A&M offense will finish the season top five in the SEC. The Aggies are going to have a top five in the SEC offense. That is my, you know, that's my, that's not bold to me. You know what I mean? I think there's bold takes, bold opinions out way out there. Uh, Outland just takes. That's not one to me. I, I don't see saying Texas A&M is going to have a top five offense in the SEC as bold. I think saying it'll be top three in the SEC is bold. And I'm going to say it. I think Texas A&M. That's my bold take. My number one bold take for this offense. Mm-hmm. I think that we. I think that this Texas A&M offense is going to finish top three in the SEC. We've talked about why those of you everydayers that are here every single day listening to Locked on Aggies, you know why I'm so high on this offense. You know I talk about Coach Petrino. I've talked about the offensive weapons you have. Coach uh, oh, Fisher can't stop raving on how good the offensive lines looked in fall. I mean, it, it, like the hype train around this Texas A&M team as a whole, offense as a whole, Connor Wigman, I mean, it's picking up steam. You know, I get it. Early in the season, I mean, in the off season, people are down on Texas A&M. People didn't think the transfer portal period went great. Um, obviously, you got some guys, but you didn't bring in a ton. I don't think you really needed to. But you know, I've seen all of it. I've seen people weren't happy with how the transfer portal was used. People weren't you know happy with who we lost to who we gained, and I don't get it. You look at this team. Connor Wigman, and like some of these teams, so Georgia, I'm not going to sit here and knock Georgia or Bama, or it's like, you know, I can sit here and say, well, Beck, the quarterback over at Georgia is, is unproven. You know, it's tough to say that Wigman is proven. I mean, he obviously has had substantial substantially more playing time than Beck has had. But the question is, you know, what do you consider, what do you consider that he's had his fair, you know, fair enough time in the sec to say that, We know what he's got. I don't think you can say that about Connor Wigman yet. I think we've seen enough from Connor Wigman in live SEC football games to say, we know this guy, worst case scenario, can be a game manager and win you football games. But I think his ceiling and his upside is way above game manager. I don't think game manager is where we want to see Connor Wigman this season. I think he's going to be better than that. Um, So like I said about the scrimmage this weekend, was I there? No, I wasn't there. So, you know, I I saw somebody um, tweeting about the scrimmage uh, today and somebody commented and was like, well, how do you know you didn't see? So, you know, I I wasn't there. I didn't see um, with my eyes. But I mean, here's the deal. When you see stat lines, when you see the numbers, handful of interceptions, more. uh, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, not a handful of interceptions. That'd be rough. A handful of touchdowns, more touchdowns than incompletions. That's a stat line that speaks wonders to me. Whether Connor Wigman was going against the ones on defense, the twos on defense, here's the deal. The twos on Texas A&M's defense, I think, are better than the ones on a handful of SEC teams. I think you could say that about, for sure, Vandy. That's the easy one. But, I mean, there's some teams that, you know, especially at the Power 5 level. So, going whether it was against the ones, against the twos, I didn't see that anywhere. I I don't care because – I think the twos for this Texas in team, especially on the defense, especially on the defensive line and the defensive backfield, the linebackers is the one position that's a little questionable there, you know, as to depth. But whichever defense it was against, I think it proves Connor Wigman is ready to rock and roll. Both of these defenses are great. I would I I would be stoked to know it was against the one just because I know how good this defense is going to be. But, you know. That's why I'm not happy with where Texas Texas A&M's offense not being listed here. I think it's safe. I think it's safe to say, well, they weren't great last year. They're not going to be great this year. All the changes that have been made, the improvements you've made to your coaching staff, bringing in Coach Petrino, Connor Wigman is ready to rock and roll as your QB. You have one of the best wide receiver rooms in the country. You, You have a running back room full of young guys ready to prove themselves that are full of talent. This offense is going to pop. It's going to click. It has everything it needs to do that. Now, the offensive line, I always add this caveat the offensive line has to do it. We talk about the offensive line. You know, it, it tends to struggle. Last season, the injuries led to some struggles. This season, you got some guys healthy. You got a couple of freshmen that's going to help. You got some sophomores that are going to help. It, it's an offensive line this year that I think is a lot deeper than it was last year and filled with a lot more just talent all around, thanks to, you know, a successful 2023 recruiting class. Um, but I I think that I'm you know it's it's I've been excited about the season I've been excited about what Connor Wigman is going to do for this Texas A&M offense, but I mean this scrimmage, hearing those reports, I mean I, I think Connor Wigman is ready to just explode onto the scene. I think he is going to have a monster season. I mean go we'll talk about our friends over at FanDuel today. Hey. Go go see our friends over at Fanduel and, and put a future Heisman bet on, on Connor Wigman. I mean, we're 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 you know we're we're sunshine pumping today, ladies and gentlemen. But I mean, it really feels warranted. This offense is going to click. I feel confident saying that. You know, and I've been saying that for a while now. But hearing reports that this is happening, the offense is clicking. Coach Petrino is doing the right things. He's pressing the, the right buttons, calling the right plays, doing the right things. That is what I wanted to hear as we are now. You know, a week and a half out from the start of the season, uh, you know, a little bit over a week and a half. We are we are almost at the start of the f- football season. The Aggies are hosting New Mexico really soon. And I think that this team is ready to rock and roll. The only real injury that you've sustained thus far is Donovan Green. I know I know. Reuben is coming back from being a little banged up. Like You got a couple guys banged up. Max Wright was a little banged up, but he's still practicing. You're, you're healthy and you're ready to rock, aside from losing Donovan Green for the season. This Texas A&M team is primed for a, a big-time season. It's just the talent's there. The coaching staff is there. I think the schedule, you know, obviously I'm not stoked about having to play three of your hardest four games on the road. You don't love that, but... They're winnable games. I don't think there's one game on this schedule that isn't winnable. Isn't, you know, I think you look at at schedules for teams a lot, and you're like, yeah, we're not going to go beat Georgia in Athens. You know, I don't think Texas A&M has a game like that this season. They don't have a game where I look at it and I go, yeah. I mean, the LSU game is the closest thing to it, but they beat them last year. So I think this Texas A&M team is ready to click and is ready to just show the world what we have going on here in Aggieland. I mean, it's just, you know, and I, and I'm trying not to be overly positive about a report of, of, a scrimmage that I didn't see, but I mean, I just, I'm a big believer in stats. Don't lie because they don't. If Connor Wigman is throwing good passes, that's all we've heard from coach Fisher. When he's taking the podium is Connor Wigman has thrown good passes. He's making smart decisions. That was my biggest concern was decision-making after watching the spring game you know watching that game 5 10 20 a million times over and over again that was my concern for both the quarterbacks max johnson and conor wigman was decision making and everything i've heard every video i've seen everything i've seen reports out of fall camp tell me that conor wigman's decision making has taken leaps and bounds in the right direction just in these last few months so i think that's what i like to see you like to see improvement you like to see okay We struggled with this last year. We struggled with this in the spring. We have to get better at it for the season. That's what we've seen happen with Connor Rigman and his decision-making. That's what we need to see from like the defensive line stopping the run. That's what I think we've seen there. So, you know, I think that, and I know we're sunshine pumping today, but here's the deal on a Tuesday afternoon. That's okay. That is okay for a little bit of sunshine pumping. It's fine. Let's enjoy it. Let's get excited. Football season's almost here. The Aggies are going to win a lot of football games. We're going to have a ton of fun this year. We're going to have a ton of fun a ton of fun here on Locked on Aggies. It's, it's an exciting time. But, yeah, the stat line from Connor Wigman, I mean, like I said, we didn't see anything official. All I've heard is I think the number was six touchdowns, and then I've seen that he had more touchdowns than he had incompletions. So I'm sold on Connor Wigman. I've been, you know, selling – I've been selling the – He's due for a breakout sophomore campaign. It's time. It's going to happen. But everything I've seen, I haven't seen one negative thing come out of fall camp. I haven't seen. I mean, at other schools, you see it. I mean, I, I've i seen some reports come out of some other fall camps of some negatives about some players not showing up in the SEC. And you haven't seen that with Texas A&M. So what I'm saying, the reason I make that point is like, if there was issues, you know, Coach Fisher, you know, old-time football coaches are very we don't have anybody. We don't have anybody that can play. Our linebackers stink. Like, you know, old-time football coaches are like that. They're willing to tell you what the problem is. Coach Fisher has only had positive things to say and I believe him. I I believe him. I really do. So, ladies and gentlemen, I think this Texas A&M offense is due to explode. My safe Argument is that it's going to finish top five in the SEC, and my bold prediction is it will be a top three offense in the SEC, which will be like started from the bottom, now we're here. Worst to best, switch up, thanks to the big leap Connor Wigman is going to take, the big leap Evan Stewart's going to take, and bringing in a historic offensive mind in Bobby Petrino. Ladies and gentlemen, the Aggies are going To have a really good offense in 2023, and it is going to be an absolute blast to watch. What is the best and worst case for this 2023 football season for the Aggies? ESPN tells us, and we're going to talk about that coming up right here. Unlocked on Aggies. Today's show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Sometimes in life we're faced with tough choices and the path forward isn't always clear. Whether you're dealing with decisions about career relationships or anything else, therapy helps you stay connected to what you really want while you navigate life. So you can move forward with confidence and excitement. Trusting yourself to make decisions that align with your values is like anything. The more you practice it, the easier it gets better. Help is fully online you can go and find a therapist to help you out with whatever's going on in life. It, it's just—it's a great service for those of us that are going through struggles in life. Anything that might be going on—if there's a battle, you can face it, and BetterHelp can be what you need to help face issues in life or whatever you might have going on. So I, I think it's—you know—it's a great thing for for people that if you're struggling, go check out BetterHelp because it's going to be there for you. Let therapy be your map with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com/slash locked on college today to get ten percent off your first month. That's BetterHelp H-E-L-P dot com/slash locked on college. ESPN put out their best and worst case scenario for this twenty twenty three Texas A and M football season. Their best case. Was a New Year's Six bowl game. Now, I will tell you this. I think a lot of, you know, a lot of the positivity. I, you know, I've been seeing when it comes to Texas a and I've talked about the ceiling is an SEC championship game appearance, and the floor is, you know, about five hundred, maybe seven and five. That's where they have their worst. ESPN has their worst case, but, you know, coming from a big time publication in ESPN. A New Year's Six bowl game, that is one of the like highest praises I've seen the Aggies receiving from like national media. You know, we've talked about how national media does not really love the Aggies right now, which I get. I've talked about it. I mean, you're five and seven last year, you're a team that's been preseason ranked and kind of underperformed over these last few years. I get you know, I get why national media is kind of scared to continue hyping up the Aggies. I mean, I understand it. So, I think seeing, you know, a New Year's Six bowl game listed as the best case scenario, do I think that's the best case scenario? No, I think that's like, if this is the best case scenario, I think that's like right here. Um, Because here's the deal. I mean, if you go to an SEC championship game and lose, you're, you know, more than likely you're going to be in a New Year's Six bowl game, not the playoffs. So, I guess that kind of aligns with my best case scenario. But then again, you can also win the SEC championship and then you never know. But... Um, So when I saw that, I was kind of a little bit excited because, like I said, there's been lots of negativity floating around from the national media. Not a lot of people are high on Texas A&M. I know that they were preseason ranked, but I've talked about it. Like, preseason ranked uh, 23, which is what Texas A&M was, that's not where this team should be based off coaching staff and roster to me. I mean, that is underrated, which I'm not saying they don't deserve. I understand it. Um, I'm just simply saying like I, I, I'm surpri- I, I'm happy slash surprised to see Texas A&M receiving praise from ESPN because like I said, I've seen a lot of the ceilings eight and four from a lot of national. I think CBS Sports had stuff like that. I've seen lots of national media members have the ceiling not be a New Year's Six Bowl. So seeing that from ESPN, I think that kind of – you know, is a great example of what we just got done talking about. We just got done doing our sunshine pump for the week, and I think this kind of adds to it because, you know, it, it shows you that I think people are picking up steam on the love for the Aggies. And right here, it's it talks about Petrino showed time and time again, whether at Arkansas or Missouri State, he can score points with Connor Wegman at um, a quarterback and a talented group of receivers: Nia Smith, Evan Stewart, and Moose Muhammad. The pieces to succeed are there. We've talked about it. It is about clicking. That's what we talk about all the time here on Locked on Aggies. It is about clicking. The pieces are there. The coaching staff is there. But everything does have to click. That is why, you know, I wish I would have said this in segment one, but that is kind of why I'm excited about what, about what we heard from the scrimmage with Connor Wigman. What we heard is that, you know, it, it, it is that it's clicking for him. That's what I want to hear. I want to hear that things are clicking for him. If things click, the sky is the limit for this team. If they don't click, that's when we start to have concerns. Now, a lot of it too is going to flow through this offense. I mean, through this offensive line. What is this offensive line going to do this season? I hate, and I know we've talked about this a little bit recently. I hate having to put everything down in one position group, but goodness, does it feel like if this offensive line. You know, if this offensive line is great, this team will be great. If it's bad, this team will be bad. And there is no middle line to that. I mean, it is here, here. Option A, option B, there is no option C. With, you know, there's no, you know, they're okay, so the team's okay. I mean, I, I think this offensive line is great and we're great, or they're bad and we're bad. I don't know if there's much middle ground to that. It's just, you know, you have to be able to give Connor Wigman time. You have to be able to create holes for Amari Daniels, Le'Veon Moss, Ruben Owens. You have to give those guys space to run you got to give your quarterback time to get the ball to the talented receivers and the talented tight ends he has so that's a big question mark here and like i just got done talking about all coach fishers had to say is positive things about this offensive line we heard trey zune come up and talk to the media all he had to say was positive things about his unit and what they're looking like and you know i Here's the deal. Some might say, well, what's Coach going to say? Is he going to say negative things? You know, they're not going to say that. I, I, I don't think that's a bad take. I agree there. But at the end of the day, coaches do talk about the ish, their concerns. They talk about we need to get better at this. And if Coach Fisher was worried about the offensive line or had any concerns, I think he would address them. So the fact that he has only had positive things to say and not just about the guys we think is going we think are going to start, some other guys, Martin DeBoo, Chase Besantis, who we're going to talk about them here in a little bit, you know, all he's had to say is positive things about this roster, about this offensive line as a whole. So that's the best-case scenario. Now, they have the worst-case scenario. A 500 season would be a disaster, but we, we, but can we really rule it out after last year? There's no reason the Aggies should have losses to – sorry. There's no reason the Aggies should have lost to Appalachian State, but they did. Ouch. And for all the possibilities of Petrino calling plays – How sure are we that it'll work? Fisher seems reluctant to completely step away. So obviously we know that has been, uh, that's been put to bed for, you know, we, we, uh, we know that's put to bed. So the worst case scenario, I agree that it's probably six and six or seven to five. I mean, that is worst case scenario, but I just, I don't think we're going to see it happen. I just don't. And of course, they go on to talk about hot seat. If you lose to Miami, you lose to Auburn. Do you see the seat start to warm up? I'm, I am just I'm tired of having that conversation simply because I don't think we're going to see it play out. I think this team is going to come out, prove people wrong, prove to everybody why Texas A&M belongs, why Coach Fisher belongs, why Coach Petrino is one of the most best offensive minds in college football. So, uh, yes, is that the worst case scenario? If the offensive line doesn't click, if the defensive line can't or if the defense can't stop the run? Yeah, I, I think I think 500 or 7 to 5, you know, maybe within with them with a bowl win or a bowl win or a bowl loss is really the worst case scenario for this team. Um, I mean, no one's going to be happy. I know all of you listeners are not going to be happy with the seven to five season. I'm not going to be, because here's the deal with this talent. That is a failure. That is a failure with this talent. We all know that. So you have to, you have to figure it out this year. And I think it's going to happen. So that is enough of our positivity for the day, but we do have a little bit more positive. Positivity coming up in segment three, because we are going to talk about the biggest surprises of fall camp coming up right here unlocked on, on Aggies. But first, I want to talk about our friends over at FanDuel. Football season is about to kick off and FanDuel is giving you the chance to win all season long. Because right now when you bet on the Super Bowl winner, you get bonus bets every time they win in the regular season. Just pick any team to win the Super Bowl and you'll get bonus bets for every win. You can use those bonus bets on spreads, player props, over-unders, and a ton more. I love doing the um, props for NFL football I, I think that's fun. You know, will Ceedee lamb have more than six and a half receptions hammer the over. I got Ceedee lamb in a fantasy draft. Very happy about that. Think he's going to have a big season. Looking forward to that. We'll have to do that. will have to be a segment one day is who I've been drafted in fantasy, but ton you can bet on over a fan And it is a ton of fun. It makes NFL football and college football so much more enjoyable when there's something on the line. So visit FanDuel.com slash college and start earning bonus bets with America's number one sportsbook. That's FanDuel.com slash on. Fall camp is pretty much wrapped up. I mean, it's, you know, it's, it's Tuesday, which means you got the rest of this week. And then the start of next week is prep for New Mexico. That's, you're watching your film. You're you're mapping out your plays like Coach Petrino talked about. That's when you're doing all that stuff. So fall camp, to me, is pretty much done. I think the coaching staff, we we don't know who's going to start. We don't know the too deep yet. The coaching staff, I think, does. I think that, I mean, I don't know what what they would have to decide in these next four days. I feel like everything's pretty much, you know, the coaching staff knows what they want to do. We don't quite know yet, but the coaching staff does. Um, So... Now it's kind of, you know, to recap it a little bit, what were the biggest surprises from fall camp? For me, number one, we've talked about it a little bit over these last few weeks, but it's the cornerback room. Javon Thomas kind of having this big leap onto the scene in this true freshman season. What's the deal with Tony Grimes and Sam McCall? Who's going to start? Who's going to be the guy? You know, we expected, um, I mean, we, we, I I fully expected, um, I expect this cornerback room to, to be Tony Grimes and Tariq Chappelle when we started, you know, kind of the offseason conversation, and now that we're getting close and um, Josh DeBerry's kind of creeping up into this race, Javon Thomas is big into this race, Grimes and McCall are still there. That's been my biggest surprise thus far just because I was high on Tony Grimes. Uh, I know we've discussed this, but it's like I was high on Tony Grimes. I was fully expecting him to have a big season to kind of have a secure himself as as a future NFL pick. So I don't, what's his role going to be if Javon Thomas or Josh DeBerry takes over? Now you got to look at this, the flip side of this, look at this as a positive. If Josh DeBerry takes over this spot, or if Javon Thomas takes over this spot, all that means is that they outplayed a former five-star in handful of year starter at the power five level. That's what that means. So if Thomas or DeBerry, wins this job you know that they're just playing dang good football and if they don't I feel good about what Tony Grimes and Sam McCall bring to the table so this secondary as a whole and this off um, this secondary as a whole and this cornerback room is in a good spot I'm looking forward to see what that looks like the other big surprise for me has been Mark Naboo working in at the guard spot you know I We felt pretty good about Cam Dewberry being the guy. Now, I know they were mixing in and out with with the reps at once, but it's like, you know, so Chase Basantis, we've talked about the positives we've seen from him. He's kind of been great, taking big steps forward and leaped onto the scene, and he's getting a lot of preseason praise from different publications, different outlets. He's on the preseason this list, the preseason that list. So, you know, all-American preseason. He's on all these different preseason lists. So there's a lot of positivity that we are seeing kind of coming out from this offensive line the young guy and Chase Basantis, and still the young guy and Mark Naboo. I mean, if Mark Naboo takes over, a, 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 you know, beats out Cam Dewberry, maybe beats out for one of the one of the two guard spots, that just means he's playing well and he's impressing the coaching staff. So, I think these have been the two biggest surprises. Um, I would have said another one would have been Jake Johnson taking reps from Donovan Green early in the fall, but then of course, you know, Donovan Green goes down with the injury. To where that's, you know, that's kind of just part of where we're at now. So there's definitely been some surprises, and I am absolutely anxious and giddy to see who the starters are for this Texas a team. We should have it too deep within the next few days. I'm looking forward to that. It'll be a ton of fun to break down, talk about surprises. Who are we not surprised about? I'm really looking forward to breaking all that down. So lots to be excited about. Connor Wigman is looking great. Best case scenario from ESPN is has the Aggies in a spot. I think many can be happy with Texas A&M football is in a good spot right now. And I think this season is going to bring us fans a ton of joy. That is going to do it for today's episode of locked on Aggies. Thank you so much for tuning in, have a absolutely amazing rest of your day today, and we will see you tomorrow.